We are wanting Bazalane to build on what we spoke about last week uh, when we say everyone can succeed and also build on what Bishop was speaking about on Thursday during Ascension Day. Hallelujah. What a powerful word it was. Yeah, if you were not here, I would encourage you just go to the bookshop and just uh, order the tape. Uh, not, not the tape, the CD. Ne? <laughs> now it's sneaked out. Ne? Yeah, I can find out the tapes. <laughs> uh, order a CD uh, and, and, or, or wait until it's loaded on the podcast and just go in there and just listen to what Bishop was saying. So we are building on that, okay? We are building on that because when we said everyone can succeed, we then said Doing the word, you know, doing is big. Uh, 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 doing uh, achieves a lot. You don't just know the word. You don't not just know God. You move and do what God says. Hallelujah. And on Thursday, uh, Bishop says that Christ is seated on the right hand of God. Né? And the psalmist says, until I put your enemies to be the footstool. All right. So today we are learning, we're going to learn about how to ensure that the devil becomes the footstool where Christ puts his feet on. Okay, Bazalan. So we are building on that, uh, and, and the topic is the authority of a believer. The authority of a believer. So we are revisiting this and we are building on it again so that we are empowered because the whole idea is for us to be able to live victorious lives. Hallelujah. Many are the children of God who are suffering, you know, who are victims, who are subjected to something that they could easily overcome. Hallelujah. So we want to know uh, 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 in the word, what does it mean for us to have authority and that how does that uh, 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 relate to everyone being, uh, succeeding and us making sure that the devil becomes the footstool. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, so Christians have been put in the position of power and authority. That's what the word says. It is an authority which is delegated to us. You know, so all we need to do it is for us to take the word, and as I said last week, and apply it. So we need to take this authority that we have been given and apply it. But for us to be able to can do so, one, we need to understand what is it. Two, we need to understand how did it come to us. Three is to know how to access it and how to use it to the glory of God. Hallelujah! In Luke chapter ten, verse nineteen, it's a well-known verse. Christ says, uh, when he was responding to his disciples, after they have come from uh, 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 the mission that he had sent them, he had sent 70 of them, and he said to them, just go, prepare the way, go and minister. And they come back and they were excited. As they were excited, he says, even the demons obeyed us in your name. When we come in your name, the demons were obeying us. Then Christ responded and said, and I saw the devil tumbling down from heaven. But in verse 19 it says, then, to show that he wants them to continue on what they, he has assigned them to do, he says, behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and all, over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means hurt you. It says, behold, I give you authority. All right, he's telling them, Behold, I give you authority. And I want to say that is not the, the, the word that is only meant for them, it is only also meant for us as believers. All right, he says, I give you authority. Authority there is ruling power to trample upon scorpions, uh, upon serpents, scorpions, and note, and all and, and over all the power. Okay, and over all the power, the word power there. Uh, tells us that the enemy or the devil and his cohorts have power. They have power. But what we have done is that we have taken and trembled upon that power. We tremble in fear. Yes, we need to acknowledge that they have power. But we need to also acknowledge that the power they have is limited. All right. The power they have is limited. And Bazalani, what this is how he does it. One is that he suppresses you. He suppresses you, sends you uh, sickness and, uh, and diseases in order to suppress you. Because when you are sick, you are immobilized. Once you are experiencing that, then he makes you to become depressed. 
He makes you become de- depressed. And depression, Mazarani, is the reality. But when he goes further and keep on pushing you to experience that depression, ultimate end is that he wants to oppress you. So it's suppression, depression, and oppression. That's what he wants to do with you, with this power that he has. All right? So we need to understand that there's a difference between the ruling power and the power that the devil has. But no, Dazalan, we have both. We have both the ruling power and the power. We have both. They are not, he has one. And in our lives, he does not have authority. He does not have authority. So he, therefore, he operates illegal. He operates illegal in our lives. Hallelujah, Bazalan. So we need to understand the power that we have. The power that he has, we have. We need to understand that. And note, Bazalani, when he was telling them uh, to say, you will trample over serpents, over scorpions, and, 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 and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means will help you. In verse 28, verse 20 says, Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because you have, your names are written in heaven. There is something powerful there that we need to understand, Bazalan. That in us, you know, being amazed that the demons are being cast out. In us, being able to can operate in the gifts of the spirit. In us, exercising our authority. We should not just be proud and be content about that. But we should always be reminded that the most important thing is our salvation. Amen. That your name, that your name. That even when you see a person who is operating in the supernatural, don't think that they are a better Christian than you are. Rejoice that you have been saved. Hallelujah. Because it is, we get trapped around that. That's why we go all over the show with prophets and, 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 and with false prophets and teachers. Why? Because we are de- bombarded by the supernatural. Note that the supernatural will, is there. But the most important thing is that you will see God with your eyes because you have been saved. Hallelujah. So what is the difference between power and authority? In in, in the verse we just read, we realize that uh, uh, the the, the word authority is power, but also there's another one called power. It says, if we are to read it in a different way, behold, I give unto you power, to tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. Remember I said what I said? I said authority is ruling power. Alright? So, but it is power in its sense. There are different kinds of powers. It is power in its sense. So, the devil has power also. So, what is the difference between the two? The difference between the two is that the other one, uh, which is the second power, which the devil has its inherent power, the ability to act, having might, efficiency, ability to do something. You know, you have heard the sayings, uh, uh, dynamites come in small packages or in small sizes. So the word for that power, the, uh, the power that is in the, the second power in verse 19, uh, is called dunamis in Greek. Dunamis. It is inherent power. All right. Like I said, we also have that power. The devil has it, but we also have that power. The, the dunamis, the ability to do something. But where do we get our own? Where do we get our own? You see, when you read Acts chapter 1 verse 8, the, the Bible says, Jesus says, but you will receive power. The word power there is the word dunamis. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you. I want to pause a bit, Bazalan, and say to you that do not be amazed and do not think that everything that is supernatural comes from God. Yeah. Be warned. Be careful. Not everything. You see, this is where we get lost. This is where we're getting deceived. Yeah. You might find. Especially Africans. Africans will tell you. Most of them. They will tell you that, that, that yeah, I believe in God. But we need to be able to can separate and understand the God that we believe in and the God that they believe in. We believe in God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So the power that we get comes from the Holy Spirit, the Bible says. So we have dunamis. 
Then let's go back to the first uh, uh, power, which is authority. That is ruling power. It is ruling power. Therefore, how about you have ruling power? We just had uh, skirmishes around the, 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 the installation of the Zulu king. All right? Some of them were saying he does not have the right because he's not a firstborn. Some of it, you know, there were all sorts of things, you know. I didn't understand certain things. I had got to learn certain things as I was following the story. But key here is, does he have the authority to rule? Does he have the ruling power to rule? All right. Did his father delegate power to him? Is the will delegating power to him? So, there, what there in, in, in authority is called exousia in Greek. Exousia. This is ruling power, being authorized to act, having the right to do something. Having the right to do something. You see, we see it, uh, we see it in our lives where the judges have ruling power, where the police officers have ruling power, where the traffic officers have ruling power, where the president has the ruling, uh, ruling power, where the uh, 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 mayors and, and, and premiers, they have ruling power. Authority. Authority. That is authority. So the source of power or authority is delegated from Christ in our case. We receive it from Christ which he has gained from defeating the devil on the cross. That's why, Basilani, the cross is important to us. Because it is in the cross where Christ died. Having died, he, he went to, uh, down to, uh, to hell and, and, and trampled over the evil one. And uh, the Bible says he showcased with them publicly and then he resurrected. They thought that it is over when he died on the cross. See, when you, look, when you read about the cross, it is a point of shame. But God took the shame of this world and proved it that he will overcome that shame. Even in your life, when people think that they will shame you, God will turn it around. So, Basalana, we should not be ashamed to be shamed for Christ. No, let us not be, let us not be ashamed for uh, useless things or for material things. Let us allow ourselves to be shamed for Christ. Receive that. I know it is hard. I know. You know, especially for young people. That they, uh, when, when people ostracize you, they create shame. But it is, if, it, if it's for Christ, I want to say, Christ did it on the cross. He took the shame and he turned it around. Hallelujah. So in doing so, he then gave us power. He gave us power. In Matthew 28, he says, all power has been given to me. All ruling authority has been given to me. Therefore, go. Therefore, go. And note, he then says, then I will be with you till the end. Bazalani, when we want to see the ruling power operating in our lives, we need to go. When you read in that, uh, uh, Luke chapter 10, it is only when the, uh, the, the disciples, the 70 went out and did what God told them, what, did, what Jesus Christ told them, that they were able to can see that the demons obey them. For as long as you are not doing the will of God, you will never see. You will never see that power. You will think, no, no, this is a theory. This is something spiritual. It's not happening. But go out, Bazalan. Go out. If you ask the, the people that go out and witness and evangelize, they will tell you. That's why evangelists generally, they operate in the miraculous. Why? Because it is, they are doing the will of God. As they are doing the will of God, God, Jesus Christ says, I am with them. Until the end of the age. Are you with me, Bazaram? So we need to learn that this authority has been given us. This exousia has been given to us. Therefore, we need to take it and use it. Hallelujah. So how did Jesus Christ get this? How did he get this power and how did he use this power? Like I said, when he died on the cross, the horrible death. You see, as I said, uh, the death on the cross is meant for shame. It is the ultimate shame. What they will do is that they will put you on the cross for days if you don't die. For days so that everyone should see your nakedness. 
Everyone should see, you know, and, 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 and be afraid. That is the ultimate. But Jesus Christ went through that. And he went to hell, and I was able to defeat the, the, the devil according to Colossians chapter 2, verse 15. It says, having disarmed the powers and authority after he died and went down to, to hell, he made public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. So his mission of allowing himself to be shamed that way was to reclaim the authority that the devil had stolen because of man's disobedience. Adam was disobedient when he sinned, and he sold his birthright. He sold his birthright. So Christ, the reason why he came, he came so that he can reclaim that authority. And he was able to do so by dying on the cross, the shameful death, by going down the heights, but also by having uh, risen up, being resurrected. But not only that, Bazalan. You see, it, it does not end there. The story does not end there. This is where the power of Ascension Day comes in. He got lifted up and he's now seated. He's seated at the right hand. So therefore, that is because of that, he was able to can take back the power, take back the ruling power, take back the auxusia, take back the authority, and then he then said, I'm giving it back to you. So it is not enough that you have, you have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And note, Bazalan, for you to be able to can experience this power I'm talking about, the one that is brought in by the Holy Spirit, the one that Jesus Christ gave us as ruling power, you have to be a Christian. Amen. You have to receive Christ as Lord and Savior. It is not enough. It is not enough to say, I believe in God. You have to take a step of faith of saying, I am accepting him as my Lord and Savior. I want him to rule and reign in my life. Amen. See, once he does, once Jesus Christ does that in your life, he's able to can give you this power and you are able to can operate both in ruling power and, and in power to numbers. That's why we speak about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Having uh, uh, overcome the, the devil, Jesus Christ says to his disciples in Mark 16, verse 17 and 18, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not help, uh, not help them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. These are the words that he spoke after his resurrection. And these are the words. Note, he says, he says, he's not saying, I give you. These signs as follow those who are my disciples, manj. No, he says, these shall follow them, them that believe. So if you believe in the name of Jesus, if you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior, you receive this power. You are able to can have these signs following you. So the question is, are the signs following you or are you following the signs? You are not, are you, I don't think it towards the bazaar. The question is, are the signs following you or are you following the signs? Most of us are running around looking for the miraculous, yeah, searching for signs and wonders. Whilst we should be carrying the signs and wonders, the signs and wonders appearing in our lives. But that can only happen. You know, I'm ministering to you, but also ministering to myself. That's how the, the word works. It's a two-edged sword. That we are able to experience these things only when we apply them. Only when we do what the word says. That when we, are, when, when we as our parents, we can be able to can pray for our children. When you have siblings and you are a Christian, you can pray for them. So that signs and wonders follow you. So his, his word was not limited to, the, uh, to the, those disciples. He says, to them that believe in my name. So you are here and you believe in your name of Jesus. I want to say you have the authority. You have access to this power and this ring power. Hallelujah. So we need to learn, Bazalan, that there are certain areas in our lives, there are certain areas in our lives where we need to be able to have this revelation of this authority. This revelation, we need to have this revelation. 
that we have this authority. One of the things that we need to learn, one is that we have authority to stand against Satan. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you have authority to stand against Satan. So therefore, Barcelona, we should not allow the devil to terrorize us. Actually, we should be terrorizing him. Like Bishop said on Thursday, that when we, we woke up, the devil said, He should just have a nervous breakdown. Why? Because you have woken up. It is another day for you to do the will of God. One of the most vital areas of believers' authority is the power to successfully stand against Stand against the devil. In Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27 says, Neither give the place to the devil. Sometimes, Bazalan, or most of the times, we find ourselves in the fix. Why? Because we have opened the door. We have allowed the devil to have a footstool. You know, to have a place in our lives. Either by not doing the will of God or by sinning. You know, either, either by not being obedient or by obedient or unintentionally opening the door that we find ourselves experiencing the attack of the devil. But he does that. But, uh, but at other places, it's because we live in the fallen world. You see, we live in the fallen world. You know, and in the fallen world, someone does wrong and, and you get impacted by association. You know, I was telling someone uh, during the week that this thing, you know, this independency, it is, it is, yes, it is your life, but just know that when you mess up or when you go down, you're not only going down yourself, you are taking those who are associated with you down. So this attitude, so I'm a business in here. It is my life. I can live it anyhow. You can live it anyhow, but it has an impact on other people. Hallelujah. Yes, give her a, a, a hand to the Lord. So in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 20, Paul gives us, uh, this, it describes how a believer needs to wear the armor of God. He needs to wear the armor of God. Why? Because you are preparing yourself to take on the devil. You are, you are taking a stand against the devil. All right? Know the following points, Bazalan, that but once, uh, but not once does he, Paul says that God will put the armor on you. Not once, if you read it. Not once. Note what he says. In, in verses 10, he says, you, you, you is the key subject of the matter in the, in the coming verses. He says, you will, you will be strong in the Lord. Again, he says, be strong. Who needs to be strong? I need to be strong. You need to be strong. Not God being strong. He says, you be strong. You be strong. One of the things was that we need to realize that endurance is part of the spiritual gifts, uh, spiritual fruits. The other verses calls, calls it patient endurance. We need to be strong. He then says, uh, you be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Again, he says in, in verse 10 or so, you be strong in the Lord. In verse 11 says, you put on the whole armor of God. You will be able to can stand against the wilds. You, you, you. Not the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. You, you, you. Say, I, I, I. I need to put on the armor. So when you go down in, in verse 13, hear what it says. You take the armor of God and you'll be able to can withstand it in the evil day. Having done all, you stand. Having done all, you stand. So notice it says, you take the armor. You, you are able to can withstand. When, when, when people take a position of defense, we've been hearing about the war in Ukraine. The, guy, the guys in the Mirapol still plant. Those guys stood their ground. They were fighting against the Russians. They stood their ground till the end. You can say, but no, they got defeated. But the point is, they stood their ground. So, Lord, now we need to stand our ground. We should not be pushed over us, Father Lord. And then run around and run around and run to the prophets and run to the bishops and run to the apostles, all these fake people. Whilst we can stand, 
Having done all to stand, we stand there for. James chapter 4 verse 7, verse 7 says, You resist the devil and he will flee from you. You resist him. When you take a stand, you take a stand and then not only stand, you take a step forward of resisting him and resisting him and resisting him and resisting him. The Bible says when you do that, you know, it's not an easy. It's not like you're taking a stand and he goes. No, sometimes he can go with you for years. But ultimately, when he sees that he can't conquer you, he flees. He flees. He may come around and seek to attack you through your children. He may come around, seek to attack you through your, your, your spouse. He can come around, seek to attack you with your parents and, and your fellow believers. But you resist him in all areas of your life. And he will, he will flee. God is there with you to back you his weight. When you do that, that's why it says, go and know and lo, I will be with you till the end of the age. So when, when you do God's will, he is standing with you. He is fighting with you. He is fighting along with you. So you have the power and the authority to take the word of God, the name of Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit, and cause the devil to run around. Those three things, Mazalan. The authority of the word, the name of Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit. And the power, those things, when you apply them, you are able to can, you know, harass the devil. And one of the challenges that we have in our lives is that we compartmentalize our lives. We put our lives in compartments. And you know what will happen? You know, I know that we, we understand the language of forums. That when you say, I am I'm giving this kitchen over to the Lord. When you go to the kitchen, the devil will not attack you. But as soon as you step out of the kitchen and go to the dining room, he will attack you like hell. Then you said, Murimuno, I give you the kitchen and the dining room. When you go to the first bedroom, he will attack you. You know? So the best thing is learn to surrender. You see, that's why surrendering is a process. No, you might say, I'm a, I'm a work in construction. I'm learning to surrender to God. Are you with me, Mr. Zalan? So when we are able to surrender to God, put on the armor, resist the devil in all areas of our lives, he will flee. He must flee. Why? Because already we are born our air. This thing, I saw it before. I saw it. I tried to, to shame someone with a cross and I got defeated. I can see it. You missed it, Bazalan. You missed it. When you start resisting him, when you start pushing back, he's able to can say, yo, yo, yo. On the cross, I saw it. Then he runs around. He runs away. Hallelujah. Secondly is that we are seated with Christ in high authority. We are seated with Christ in high authority. Sometimes we forget this, myself included, Brother. We forget this. We forget that we are seated with Christ. When you read Romans, Romans says we are, that we are heirs together with Christ. All right. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 to 15, Paul prays a prayer. One, of the, one part of the prayer, uh, when he prays, he says uh, that they, uh, they know the exceeding greatness of his power. To those who believe. That is exceeding great power, Bazalan. Exceeding great power that we have. Some of us yeah, some of us don't believe that God has really blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Why? Because we are heirs together with Christ. You know, that is why we are here as pastors to remind you. Sometimes it's a question of being reminded. Authority of a believer. Why? Because people have a tendency to forget. We have a tendency to forget. Then we, Rebama Kuala. 
we, we run around, we want to go and, and do and drink this and drink that and, and be covered with this and that. Whilst we have three things, the power of the authority of the word of God, the name of Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit. Notice says in verse 20 of, 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 of uh, chapter 1, of Ephesians says that exceeding great power is the same power that God used to raise Jesus from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenlies. The same power, that, that exceeding great power that we, we read about in verse 19, eh, that, is, that, is, that is there for the believer. It is the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. That's why Paul says, I want to know him and the power of his resurrection and note and share in his sufferings I don't know about you Bazalan, but that's what I want to know the power of his resurrection this exceeding great power says that when, 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 when I come around certain people they should be able to can know to this man there's something different when evil is surrounding me, that evil, evil should just shashel moral. Why? Because I operate in this exceeding great power. That's what, that's my desire. Verse 21 says, uh, Jesus is seated far above all principalities, all power and might and dominion in, 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 in every name that is named. So he's seated there. If the same power that raised him from the dead is in operational in their lives, it means that when he is above all principalities, all powers, all might, all dominion, we too are there. We too are there, Basalan. So we are seated in high places. We are seated in high places. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you are seated. In high, in high places. So the, the challenge becomes that then why what are we doing in the mud? If we are you know when we are seated in the high places, we will walk home. How about anything you think the matter now? Question is what are you doing in the mud? That, that is the paradox, that is the struggle, that is the wrestling that we have. And don't give up, don't give up. Why? Why? Because he is able to can take you from the mighty clay and put you in a king's way. All you need to do is to learn to apply your uh, 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 authority. Hallelujah. Number three, we have the power of God's word to exercise our authority. We have the power of God's word. God's word is there. God's word is powerful. See, Jesus Christ, when he describes it, says, my word, my word has power and has life. Their spirit and their life. The Bible, when it speaks about the word of God, it says that it is settled in the heavens. So if it's settled in the heavens, it has to be settled in our hearts. Yeah. Let it be settled in our hearts. Yeah. That we do not have doubt. Yes, we need to have the understanding of the word. But we need not have doubt. See, when you read Mark chapter, uh, the, uh, 35, chapter 4, verse 35 to 40, Jesus Christ says, let's go on the other side. Let's cross over to the other side. And therefore, they go on the other side together with the disciples. Along the way, then the storms of life begin. Along the way, the storms come. They, 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 they ravage the boat. The Bible says even the water seems to be coming to the ship. And they go to the back of the boat and go and wake up Christ. And said, God, Lord, don't you care? He stands up and he rebukes. He says, be, peace, be still. He rebukes the oceans. They get amazed and he turns around and says, why are you not applying your faith? Why are you not applying your faith? 
That's what, that's what he's saying. But no, doesn't one thing that we need to, to note. Jesus Christ says, let's cross over on the other side. He's speaking. He says, let's cross over to the other side. And the, and the Bible says that they took him. This is after his minister. Probably he's tired. Yeah, that's why he went to sleep. Probably he's tired. Remember, when Jesus Christ was on earth, he was operating as man. That's why he, was, he, he ministered. But he said his word. His word is, let's go on the other side. What is the word that God has given you? That you need to achieve that PhD. What is God saying to you? That you need to raise these children in the fear of the Lord. What is, this? what is the word that God has given you? That you need to go and witness. When he says that, he has already made a provision. He says to you, believe me, take me at my word. But what do we do? As soon as the storms of life come our way, are we abandoned? We abandoned our visions. We abandoned our, 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 our projects. We abandoned good, relata everything. I'm giving up. I'm giving up on life. And yet, God has said, take me at my word. Believe. Yes, it might not happen immediately. Yes, it might not be, it might not be easy, but one thing is, we'll get to the other side. And note, when he said that, when he says, well, let's go to the other side, he then said it, he didn't just stand and look around, or no, I want to make sure they, uh, they get on the other side. No, he said that, he went to sleep. He went, the Bible says he went at the, boat, at the back of the boat and slept. Why, Christ, do you give them an instruction and then you go and sleep? No, you need to be supervising them. You need to be micromanaging them. Taking them step by step. Who do you see? When this storm comes, yeah, this is how you duck. When this storm comes, this is how. No, no. He gave them an instruction. He said, let us go there. Then he went. It is for him, it is for them to figure out, to navigate, to move around, to pivot. As the storm comes. But most importantly, to also use the word. But the, the, the storms of life, they batter us. They are beats again, left, right, and center. How do I come more sugar diabetes? How do I come more shorter budget? How do I come more? It's all that. But God said, you have to achieve that mission. You have to live out your purpose. So what do you do? You, one is that you take him at his word. Secondly, is that you then confess the word. But there are over 3,500 promises of God in the word. About all sorts of things. Whether it's business, vision, leadership, governing, administration, everything. That's why we said everyone can succeed. Are you with me, Bazalan? That's why Bishop said on, on, on Thursday that the, 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 the coming of the Lord, the coming back of the Lord is predicated on us acting as the church. Why? Because we have been given authority. Hallelujah. You are born of the Spirit of God. You are filled with the Spirit of God. You have been given the Word of God. You are born, it says, you are born of the Spirit of God. You are filled with the Spirit of God. You have been given the Word of God. See, when we speak about the Spirit of God, in Genesis chapter 1, verses 2, it says, and the Spirit, it says, uh, in the beginning, uh, God created, and the world was without form, and the waters. Then it says, and the Spirit of God hovered over, tobe over who? So you are born of that Spirit that was able to hover over Matata and his storms. And when God spoke the word, the Spirit applied its power and there was light. Now someone called it. Someone came with it. That's the Tlapke appreciator. Because it then says, this is revelation. 
For if I'm born of the Spirit, then if it means that then I have this, that I can access the power. I can access the power. Bazarani, when, when Bishop was doing prayer on Friday, he, he spoke about uh, uh, the Spirit helping us. Romans 8.26. Definition there is that taking hold together with. He's our helper. Yeah. And, and, and note, Jesus Christ says that he, when he goes, he will give us the spirit. That he may be able to can help us. So if you feel that you are, you are running out of energy, out of strength, out of, there is the helper. Call on the helper. Ask him to, 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 to give you power. Dunamis, to be able to can apply authority. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four. We can minister and walk from the point of authority. We can minister and walk from a point of authority. Why? Because we have two things. We have dunamis and authority. So we can then do the work of God. Serve. Preach. Share. Testify. Lead. Whatever that God has given you as a gift. You can do that. For the kingdom of God. And be able to can walk on that authority. Not only is it applying for you to succeed in the things of God, also in your life. But the tendency to try and separate the spirit from our own life doesn't work. That has to translate. There has to be a translation. One of the things that I wrestle with is that how can I succeed in the things of God and not succeed in my life? That having served God, having served God, yes, it is not about me. But I, I, I believe that God will not abandon me. The same authority that he's asking me to use in his kingdom, it is the same authority I can use in my life. No, not that I should abuse God's authority. Because it's possible. We see in our country, those who have authority abusing that ruling power. For corruption. No, I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking that it has to be able to can benefit. Why? Because it's an application. That's why we speak about doing things. It is an application in my life. That's why I said there's three, over 3,000 promises of God relating to all sorts of things. One of the things is about wisdom, Sophia. How to be able to can take on life. Maneuver. Life, hallelujah. Amen. So we can be able to can, uh, do that, Bazalan. There is power in the word and the application of the word. Turn things around. It turns things around, hallelujah. Amen. So we need to then uh, keep right on building ourselves up, building ourselves up on the inheritance. Remember, we are, we are, we are heirs together with Christ. The Bible says. So therefore we need to build ourselves up. Paul speaks about working out your salvation. No, this is not the way Pulosa. No, now that you have been saved, now that you have been born again, now that you are of God, keep on working on that salvation. Do not stagnate. But grow from one level to the other. That's why the Bible speaks about precepts upon precepts upon precepts. There has to be progression. Remember how Jesus Christ grew. He was able to grow in, in stature, in favor with man, and in favor with God. There was progression in his life. There is progress. Let there be progress in your life. Now that you are of God, there's progress. And Mazalana, progress is not only materially. It's not only educationally. That is included in we want that. But remember, the most important thing, you have sought the kingdom of God and all its righteousness. And these things are following. These things are following. Hallelujah. When you see the word of God that you are, when you see in the word of God that you are in Christ Jesus, that you are in him, then confess it with all your heart. Confess it with all your heart. The book of Hebrews uh, speaks about the profession of our faith. 
No, Bazalan, the, the professing of our faith is not only in telling other people, all right, but it's also speaking life upon our lives. Speaking what God says about us. Why? Because it is important. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you speak the word of God in your life, speak on the word of God upon your situation, your faith gets built up. When your faith gets built up, you are able to experience breakthroughs. Why? Because you are not allowing yourself to, uh, 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 to be discouraged. Negative thoughts get taken away. Why? Because you are speaking the word of God. But not only are we speaking about the word of God, we are acting the word of God. Are you with me, Bazalan? So it is a package. But confess it with all of your heart. If you, if, you, if you look at it and you see that I have fear, then you go to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 and say, God did not give me the spirit of fear. He has given me the spirit of love, of power, and of a sound mind. So you say it and say it until fear goes away. Number five, we need, all, we need a revelation on the, on the position of the risen and the seated Christ. The risen and the seated Christ. So some of us, Sishimbelang a cross, or Christ died. Some of the people say, no, 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 it's not only the cross, it is the resurrection. And we forget about the sitting. That he is seated at the right hand. No, no, not only did he die, he rose again. Not only did he rise again, he got uh, lifted and now he is seated. We need to have that revelation. And one of the things about sitting comes with rest. It comes with rest. And the challenge is that we wrestle with entering his rest. We want to work things out. Whilst he says, enter my rest. Ephesians chapter, uh, uh, verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 20 and 23. And sit at him in the right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rulers, authority, power, dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed, and God placed all things, and God placed all things under his feet. I'm, I've lost my place now. Sorry. Okay, let's start. And sit at him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power, dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but in the age uh, to come. And God placed all things under his feet, appointed him uh, to, uh, to be the head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of his, uh, the fullness of his, um, the fullness of his, uh, the fullness of him who fills everything. So note, Bazalan, he says that the church is there with him. He is the head. He is the head of everything. So the church is there with him. It is with him. It is walking with him. Hallelujah. Number six, we need a revelation to raise up. Uh, we need the revelation of your raised up together with him uh, in, uh, in position of Christ. So here, Bazalani, we need to realize one thing, that we are raised up with Christ, that he is the firstborn of those who are raised up. Hallelujah. So we need to then acknowledge that. We need to be able to can operate that. Why? Because if we run, Bazalani, we'll keep on uh, undermining ourselves. We'll keep on being thinking that we are uh, victims, and that Christ has given us all that we need to be able to live for him. Hallelujah. So Ephesians chapter 6, uh, chapter 2 verse 6, God raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we need to then have that revelation, but not only that we can operate and minister in, in the authority, that we are seated with Christ, not only that we are seated with Christ, that we are raised together with him. See, when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the Bible says that before that you are spiritually dead, but when you receive him, you become born again. Your regenerated spirit comes alive again. 
and then we are referred to as those who are raised together with Christ. That's why Ephesians says to us that together we are made to sit together in the heavenlies. We are sitting with him. So, we need to rule and reign with Christ in this world. We need to rule. That's why I was saying to you, not only are you applying the word of God and, and, the, and the authority in the things of God, also in your life. Also in your life. Hallelujah. Romans 5, verses, uh, 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 verse 17. It says, For if through the transgression of one individual, which is Adam, death and, uh, made use of one individual to seize the sovereign Lord, uh, the, the sovereignty, all the, more, all the more shall those who receive God's overflowing grace and gift of righteousness reign as kings in life through the one individual. Note, Bazalan. All the more shall those who receive God's overflowing grace and gift of righteousness reign as kings in life. That is the promise of the word. That we need to reign. We need to be overcomers. We need to be victors. Victorious in our lives. Yeah, you might be saying, but Muruti, I'm struggling. Yes, the struggles will be there, but those struggles are there for you to overcome. For you to be victorious in everything, whether it's about raising kids, whether it's about ensuring that there's financial soundness in your life, whether it's about progressing with education, there you need to be victorious. In every aspect. Yes, let's give a round of applause. When you, when you look at the, the reigning of David, he reigned over Israel for a number of years. He is regarded as one of the best kings of Israel. But note, he had to fight battles. Kiri Philistines, Syria, all those Moabites and all those nations. He, he was reigning. And God was with him. But he kept on fighting. And he became victorious. It's only when he lapsed, when he decided, I'm going to sit down, that he fell into sin. The Bible says when other kings went to battle, David remained. So, sometimes you need not to just remain. You need to always go to battle. How do we rule and reign with Christ? As we wrap up, grow in the Lord's strength. Grow in the Lord's strength. Ephesians 6.10 says in the Amplified, Finally, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him. That strength which uh, his boundless might provides. No two things. It's like it's a repetition. He says, be strong in the Lord. And draw your strength from him. So it shows you that the strengthening is a process. You become stronger and stronger by the, by the day. Just like a child growing up. Today, tomorrow, he's walking. Whilst you think he's walking, he's running. Whilst you think he's running, he's able to can want to go to a bigger school and then another bigger school. That's a, he is Gaining his strength. Little on that's how we need to. That we start with milk. But we don't end up with the milk of the word of God. We eat the meat. We are able to be strengthened. So therefore strengthen yourself in the Lord. Speaking about David. That even when David experienced defeat. The Bible says that he strengthened himself in the Lord. So that's what we need to do. I know that sometimes we get battle weary by the Lord. But when you feel that way, strengthen yourself in the Lord. That is not by your own might. Maybe that's the problem that we, we have. We want to face this life. We want to live this Christian life by our own power. Our own power will not be enough. Grace has provided. The, the power of the Holy Spirit will enable you. You have that authority from him. Hallelujah. Number two. Live fully prepared. Live fully prepared. Ephesians 6, 11, speaks about us wearing the armor. 
Why do we wear the armor? How, you don't wear the armor to go and watch TV. You don't wear the armor to go to the movies. You wear the armor, why? Because you are preparing yourself for battle. You are preparing the word, uh, yourself for battle. Peter says that in chapter 5, verses 8, he says, Hey, the devil is like a roaring lion. Seeking him, he will devour. So you need to put on that armor that you are fighting with him. Hallelujah. Thirdly, take a stand against the devil's schemes. The devil's schemes. Bazalani, there's a pattern to the devil's schemes. There is a pattern. He comes, he causes you to lie. You, you tell people lies, then from there you repent, he goes away. Years later, he comes back with the same thing. If it's unfaithfulness, he will cause you to be unfaithful. Years later, he will throw it again to you. That's how he operates. You need to be able to understand how the devil seeks to attack you in your life. Some of us, it's about sickness. When you look at your family, there's a, a, a just a litany of people who are getting sick from time to time. You recognize that, don't know, this, is, this is how it comes to my home. So we need to be able to, uh, to do that. Stand against his schemes. Stand. Don't submit to him. Stand. But no, submit to God's authority. Submit to God's authority. See, the authority that God has given you, it has boundaries. It has rules and regulations. Terms and conditions. You don't just apply it anywhere and everywhere. You have to be able to live according to that authority that God has given you. Sometimes he says, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. When our papa. You want to go to someone's lane? No, stay in your lane. That's what God has called you to do. The other one, recognize the spiritual battle. Recognize the spiritual battle. That we are not fighting against flesh and blood. Sometimes there are people who are a thorn in our flesh. That we need to look beyond those people. To realize that, hey, there's an enemy behind this. This person, when he's like this, no, no, there's an enemy behind them. The other one, stand your ground. Stand your ground. Bazalani resists. Push back. Don't just submit. Push back to the devil. Develop your, uh, develop, develop your own, it is written. Remember Jesus Christ, when the, when the devil tries to come and attack him, he says, it is written. It is written. So it means that me and you, we need to know the word of God. Why? Because no, the, the devil knows the word. So it means that we need to be better than him and know the word more and more. That's why it is important for you to come to the Winter Bible Seminar. To be able to can understand the nitty-gritties of the word. So no, Bazalan, God has given you armor. God has given you authority. God has given you power. Use it. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is true. Your word is powerful. Your word is amazing. Your word is settled in heaven, O oh God. Oh, let it be settled in our lives, O oh God. And we are thankful for the power and the authority that you have given us. We pray, Father, give us opportunity to, to, to use it, O oh God, to apply it. Reminds us, Holy Spirit, that we have power, the power to be able to can push back, the power to overcome, the power to withstand, the power to stand the ground, the power to overcome, the power to be uplifted, the power to progress, the power to do your will, and that which you have assigned us, so God. We're thankful for that, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. With our head bowed and our eyes closed, I want to say to you, you can only have this power you can only have access to this authority. Only you have accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So you might be here and say, Muruti, I want to I experience this power. I want to live this victorious life. I want to say to you, come to Jesus Christ. Respond to him. He is here and he says, if you want this, if you want to have my, uh, this authority, yes, it's important, but the most important thing is for you uh, for your name to be written in the book of life. For your name to be known by me and I know you. 
Yes, I might know your sin, but I know you by, I'm calling you by name. That you respond to this life. You respond to receiving me as Christ as Lord and Savior. So if you are here and you say, Muruti, I want to receive Christ as Lord and Savior. All you need to do is to raise your hand. Raise your hand so that we can pray together with you. Raise your hand so that we can be able to can introduce you to the one who has saved us and gave us the power to be the children of God. Giving us authority. Giving us power. So if you are here and you said, Muruti, please pray with me. Pray with me so that I can pray and I can accept Christ as Lord and Savior. All you need to do is to raise your hand. Raise your hand so that we can pray together with you. Raise your hand that we can pray together with you. If you are here and, and you say, Muruti, I feel like doubt. I want to say, take a step of faith. Stand. Take a step of faith. Stand. Thank you for that hand. Any other hand? You are saying, Muruti, I want to I wanna, I wanna be able to receive this thing. This is a powerful thing. I want to tell you that it will transform your life. It will change your life. Can I ask all the people that have raised their hand to stand up? Stand up so that we can see you, so that, so that we can be able to can pray together with you. Take that stand. Thank you for standing up. Thank you for standing up. Thank you for standing up. Thank you. Can I ask you for the last, last, last thing that you may take your Bible, your bag, and come and meet me in the front so that I can fulfill my promise and pray together with you. Take your bag. Take your purse. Come meet me in the front. Let's encourage them, Mazalani. Let's encourage them.